On today's episode of Match Week Edition, Javier Ariano, who covers the U.S. Open Cup for the Cup.us. You can find his work at the Cup.us um, on the website. And we review the draw against Orange County last Saturday, the good, the bad, and what Sacramento can do heading into the Wednesday match against Central Valley, plus some advanced statistics, expected goals. We talk about them from last match from Central Valley when they played El Paso. That's all coming up on today's episode of Match Week Edition. Visit our friends at VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you've stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day and only a quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit VJBSellers.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. Grow your business with Citizens Business Bank. Since 1974, Citizens Business Bank has created banking relationships by focusing on their customers and helping them achieve more for their businesses, their employees, and the communities they serve. Choose a team that can help you achieve your goals by visiting cbbank.com to learn more. Citizens Business Bank, member FDIC. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. All right, I want to give quick thoughts on the match Saturday and the draw against Orange County. First things first, uh, obviously no Dougie Martinez in that game. Luther Arshamedge started up top. I thought he was very physical. Um, and Sacramento from the jump, they knew they ran three in the back. And basically from the kick, a kind of designed play, having Damian Vieter jump in, get an easy opportunity on goal. What a pass from Dan Casey. And Sacramento was off to the races. The remaining of the first half, Sacramento was dialed in. There was no doubt about that. Um, and there's some stats that back that up. Uh, in the Fiader winning player of the week for his goal. And what a uh, what a huge instrument he's been for Mark Briggs' club. Not only in the Open Cup match uh, the last time he saw minutes, but in this match as well, getting the start at left mid. I know Rob and Adam talked about it on the broadcast. The ability for Damia and Duke Lucroix to interchange and have overlapping runs, I think, is incredibly invaluable, especially on that left side. Uh, Damia obviously was basically listed as a defender, but has been playing midfield a little bit and has been incredibly successful. Uh, I am fired up to see another piece in Sacramento's depth that is incredibly important, and Damia has shown his. Uh, ability on the field in just two matches so far. I want to touch on something real quick. Expected goals for this match, Sacramento 1.01, Orange County 1.36. And this is a stat that I am going to reference a lot more going forward. The, The big opportunity for... Orange County, that the reason why their expected goals is higher is that that beautiful save Danny Vitiello had that basically saved the draw. I think that was in, what, like the 75th, 77th minute um, after a, a little bit of a blunder from Matt LaGrasa. Great save by Vitiello. And it, it appears he, I mean, he just, there's no doubt about it. He, he's very comfortable in that spot, one-on-one, made the save and a huge opportunity. Sacramento had 12 shots, um, four on target. That the on-target number is one that needs to come up a little bit. 
I mean, Roro nearly put a free kick in. There were a couple other opportunities that were very, very close to being on frame. Um, but overall, I think if you're Sacramento, with that first half, um, you were excited about the second half. They made some adjustments, and Orange County really, really put it to Sacramento in that second half. The penalty, I mean, it's tough. You could make the case either way, um, and I know Jacker probably is not going to agree with it in any frame, but... It's tough. It's a very hard one to see, and I think for Sacramento, that's uh, you know, if that's the only goal you're going to allow in in a match on the road in Orange County, one of the toughest places to play against the defending champs. I mean, you got to be pretty happy with that. They'll take the point. And now it's become an interesting situation going into the Wednesday match against Central Valley. We'll talk about this in a second. But who does Sacramento run out against this Central Valley Fuego team? You can make the argument this is the most important game of the week, despite there being two USL Championship matches. You could say, well, they're they're a League One team. Listen, this is a good Central Valley team. We know Villian Bijev, who has done very well at the championship level. Juju Savez, uh, Chris Cheney, all former Republic players on this team. Uh, Bijev and Cheney, the only two players to score goals so far for Central Valley. So those are the two guys to keep an eye on in this match. And for the Republic, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm very interested to see what Mark Briggs does with his starting 11 and with his A team, who he decides to bring in. Does he give Zico a run from the from the jump, give him in the starting 11? Um, we saw him do that in the last Open Cup match uh, and got to see him get unlocked a little bit. I think we, he, we haven't seen his full potential. I've said that on this podcast multiple times. But we'll be interested to see. I mean, Dami has been playing incredibly well. I don't know how you take him out of the lineup after the last two games. Um, and we'll see depending on you know who Sacramento does at the center back position. We saw Connor Donovan play against and start against Portland Timbers U23 uh, for uh, Dan Casey. So we'll see. There's a lot of opportunities uh, where I would imagine Roro is going to be back out there. He's been probably the best player. Kecko has been very good. I don't really know who you take out, and that's what I think is really interesting for for this team for Sacramento. The the important thing, um, and I was kind of shocked to see Nick Rouse come out at half, but Luis Felipe, we could see him in the 11. Obviously, he's been very good. And the guys coming off the bench, I mean, Emil Cuello, Ferdi Sosa, Zico Lewis, I mean, those are all guys who came off the bench in this last game. Could we see them get the run and start in this match? Uh, we will see. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of the same crew. They're treating this game like it is a big one, which it is. This Central Valley team took it to El Paso. I'm going to talk about that in just a second in the second round. They also beat Greenville Triumph 2-0. That Greenville Triumph team beat Oakland Roots in the Open Cup. Now, if you start dragging that string along too far, you know, it gets a little very, very uh, stringy. But for that match for El Paso versus Central Valley, it was a 4-1 victory for Central Valley. Bijev scored twice. Um, El Paso didn't score until the 90th minute, but there's something important to look at the statistics about. The expected goals for this game, El Paso had .51, which you're thinking, that's not great. Well, Central Valley only had .52 expected goals. They scored four times, so the chances they were getting were not great chances. It's not like they were converting easy goals and getting in great spots. Don't get me wrong. Anytime you score four goals in a match, it's it's excellent. But when you see that number, the .5 expected goals, and you get four, that feels heavy. They only took eight shots, five on target. They converted four. That feels like they played really, really well uh, against an El Paso team that has been a blunder in the back. So it's hard to rate, but you can't take this team lightly if you're Sacramento. And that is, uh, 
that's something that they know going into this game, and I think it will be dictated heavily depending on who we see in the 11. And one of the things that's incredible is that we could see multiple, sub, multiple, multiple changes in the starting lineups, and there's not really a drop in talent level, and that's why Sacramento is so dangerous this year, not only in an Open Cup, but in the USL Championship. Okay, we'll take a break, and we will come back with more Open Cup action at Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. And on the podcast today, he uh, covers uh, U.S. Open Cup from the cup.us. Is Javier Ariano. Javier, thanks for joining us, man. How are you? Good, Connor. Yeah, thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, you came to the last uh, Open Cup match, which uh, I would assume um, was a was kind of a fun one to write about, right? Like lots of fun goals, exciting. Um, obviously, Sacramento put it to Portland Timbers U23. But I, could, I imagine it was a good first uh, first match for Sacramento for you to come see, right? It was. Yeah, yeah. It definitely kept us busy. There was a lot of action, um, like you mentioned, mainly in that first half, right? Second half, it, it died, died down a little bit. Um, in terms of action and, and, and all the goal scoring. But, yeah, it was very entertaining in the first half um, more than anything. Uh, I want to start with what happens, and one of the reasons why I love the Open Cup, right, is the opportunity for some lower league teams to upset, you know, teams above that are, that, you know, that are bigger clubs, right? Another opportunity, and Central Valley has a chance to do that again on Wednesday with Sacramento. Uh, the uh, Sacramento has played against two teams, two Fresno-based teams in the Open Cup. Uh, formerly Fresno in 2014 and 2019, beat them both. But I want to talk about the cup sets because in round two, there were a lot. Fres or, uh, Central Valley obviously being one of them. Um, El they beat El Paso 4-1. There was a bunch of other ones. And that's one of my favorite things about this, Javier, is the opportunity for these teams to, to get some upsets. That's Yeah, I mean, and that's a whole concept, right? Because we talk about how the U.S. and the pyramid, it, it, the, the format of it, right? You have MLS, USL, Championship, USL League One, and then you have – a lot of lower league, amateur, semi-professional uh, leagues. And so, I mean, the, the cup brings them all together. But, I mean, some, some of the – one of the most important ones, at least, that I, that I noted was the FC Tucson against Las Vegas Lights. That one was yeah. a big one. And Bay City's over Monterey Bay FC as well. Um, and so, I mean, that's, that's – like you mentioned, it's the whole point of the cup to see these cup sets – um, because that way these teams start getting more recognition as well. It's, it's, it's a big platform, and the biggest platform I think these teams get because it's, it's uh, sanctioned by U.S. soccer, right? It's not just like USL Championships puts, puts this cup together. It's, it's right. the, whole, the whole, you know, soccer in the U.S. comes together through this. And it's a process. And it's a, Let's mention it's a process yep. from, you know, months that it takes, it takes months to qualify in, in the local qualifiers, and so for these amateur teams to get to the formal proper cup or the proper um, U.S. Open Cup, sorry, then, you know, it, it's it's an award and a recognition as well. So, you know, shout out to all those teams that, that made it more than anything. I mean, Bay Cities is a great story, right? Because they they play Monterey Bay. I think it was actually at PayPal Park. I think is where the game was at. Yeah. And uh, did you go to that game? I didn't go. No, no. Okay. I was just was curious. Um, but uh, then now they get to play San Jose Earthquakes 
in round three. I mean, what a great opportunity for that team. Great opportunity for those players too, right? Because then they get noticed a little more by from some coaches, some uh, some scouts even. I know Mark Briggs mentioned in the post game. Um, and the U23 team, he saw some players that, that he liked, and I'm sure you know he'll write those names down, put that away, and maybe if they have some spots, they'll remember that. And I think that's really important, too, for a lot of these guys who maybe uh, are getting get overlooked in the offseason, right? They have a good opportunity to put on a show. Yeah, and you know, just like we talked about previously right now, the team's getting a bigger platform. It's also for the players. Like you mentioned, they get, you know, they get scouted, they get looked at. Um, and I think it's actually um, the goalkeeper from Bay Cities um, was signed to Monterey Bay after that game. So it was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a story there that I saw on Twitter, um, you know, just briefly. But you know, those are those are kind of like the stories that you want to hear and, and the stories yeah. that come up from from the Open Cup. Um, yeah, I thought the co- the goalkeeper from Portland Timbers U23 was really really good, even though it was six zero, you know. But I mean, the, like that goalkeeper, for example, you know, he, right. I think. Whoever sees a film, a professional team should pick him up for sure. No, I love it. I love it. And um, I mean, let's talk a little bit about that the six nil victory. What you saw from Sacramento in that game that impressed you, um, and maybe you know we can touch on when, when Sacramento faces Central Valley because I have some thoughts on that. Um, but what did you see from that first Open Cup game? No mercy from Sacramento right away. They yeah. got into it right. They came and and they meant business. You could tell from the first five minutes they were not going to let down even if the score was three zero by in 15 minutes right they, they they wanted to make a statement and i think at the at the end of the day they ended up making that statement like hey you know we want to win the cup and we have the opportunity now and so you know whoever is in front of us we're just kind of you know we're going to do our best to to do that and they ended up doing it i mean six zero big headlined i think that's the statement win that you want to make at the beginning in your first few rounds until you, you obviously, you know, it, it gets a little bit hard and complicated when you face the bigger teams, but that just builds momentum as well. Um, just like they've been doing really good in league, but in, in, and it translates onto the Open Cup. And now they build from that Open Cup win as well to continue on to, the, to their league. And one of the things that I think is is so uh, so fun, so interesting, is about Sacramento going into that game, right? They they saw a couple USL Championship teams get upset in the days leading up to it, and they're probably in their minds like, "Hey, we're not letting this happen," because a couple of them went down to the very last moments, and at that point, you know, anything can happen. So they did not want to leave that up to chance. They put on the put their uh, pedal to the metal early and, and stayed with it. Uh, this Central Valley team, though, Javier, I mean, they are no slouch, right? We know a couple of their players. Um, Chris Cheney, uh, Villian Bijev, who's a fan favorite here, Juju Chavez, all played previously for Sacramento. This is a good USL League One team um, that I believe will be in the top of the ranks in League One. And they they put it to El Paso in that first game. And now if you're Sacramento coming in uh, to this match on uh, on Wednesday, you know you got you cannot take this team lightly, right? You can't. And, and and this is a it's it's a good perspective, right? Because we see and we talk about Sacramento wanting to play MLS teams. Right, because they want to face against those better teams. Well, Central Valley being a USL League One team, they want to face against USL Championship teams because they also want to make a statement, right? So they're the underdogs technically, based on the league, right? But like you mentioned, I mean they they put up four goals against El Paso Locomotive, which El Paso Locomotive at, for the home opener against Sac Republic, it was a tight game against Sac Republic. Mm-hmm. Right? Granted, it, it was you know a couple months ago, but and a lot has changed since then. But even then, like you mentioned, they've got good players. And one of the one of the one of the key points that I wanted to touch on is their head coach, which was uh, announced last week. 
Martin Vasquez, right? A guy with a lot of experience, a guy that knows about these competitions. And I think that's that, that might be kind of, you know, like their, their, their caveat there with, with Martin Vasquez. I know that uh, that I think Mark Briggs also has a little bit of a uh, a history with him. Um, I, I've heard about as well, so that that should be interesting going into Wednesday. Um, and for this Central Valley team, like you mentioned, four one against El Paso, they also beat Greenville Triumph SC in league play. That's in League One, and Greenville beat Oakland. So if you kind of I know you tough to compare those, but I mean it just shows that these League One teams can absolutely compete with championship teams. And for the Republic, you know, obviously this is a, a midweek game. They just Drew against Orange County in a tough match on Saturday. They play again this Saturday against RGV on the road. Probably one of the hardest places to travel, just as far as the actual travel time. So right. it's going to be interesting to see what Mark Briggs does with his lineup, right? Does he stick with the same team from Saturday? Does does some guys shift back in? I think that'll be really, really fascinating, interesting. See, that's one of my favorite things about the Cup is the opportunities. Who do we see? Do we go? How how deep do you go into your into your 18 normally to put into your 11. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I'm really excited to see this Wednesday. Yeah. And I mean, I think Briggs is going to, is going to come with a strong squad. Um, right. We talked about how in the first half, they, they brought a really strong squad. And then in the second half against the Timbers, Z23s, it was a completely different squad to end the game. This one, I don't think it's going to be the same scenario. I think he's going to stick it out maybe to about 70, 70, 75th minute and start making some changes. But I, I would almost treat this, this would probably be the most important game this week, right? Look, even even going into the weekend, this is the most important one for me, at least. And so you have to really, really bring out your best players onto this game. Regardless if it's USL League One, it's it's already round three of the US Open Cup with the line and, and, and the chance to go on into the fourth round, which is ultimately what they want to keep progressing, right? So you 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 got to put... And, and be focused and have the most uh, important mindset on, on this game. I agree with you completely. It is, in my opinion, also, it is the most important game this week. Um, however, you know, as a team, they're going to say, well, every game is the most important game, you know. But from yours and my perspective, let's think about it. These two league games, yeah, they will have a grand scheme of things, but this cup game in the grand scheme of things, if you just put <laughs> it's a limit, a single elimination. So the importance yeah. is definitely there. Um, and that's, I think, what's so fascinating about the cup, too, is that it's uh, it's do or die and it's going to be a lot of fun. Anything can happen in do or die games. We've seen it across sports and that's what makes the uh, U.S. Open Cup so fun. Um, I think we will see Sacramento's best lineup on Wednesday. I know we had some changes in the lineup from Saturday, but I am I am fired up. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, this Central Valley team. I mentioned Sacramento has played a couple two times against teams from from the area from that Central Valley uh, in 14 and in 19, beating them both. But this is a team in Villian Bijev who is a fan favorite in Sacramento. I would imagine Central Valley is going to send a lot of fans to this game. It's a two-hour, maybe a little longer drive. Uh, and this is a big deal for them. So I would imagine they're going to travel well. It should be a good atmosphere and a good match. They are. And I was actually looking earlier on Twitter as well. They bring in a bus. They're going to bring a bus full of, uh, of fans and people. And like you mentioned, Billion Bijev, that's how you say his name, right? Yep. He's, um, I mean, you see this guy play and his highlights and the goals. And he, he's definitely, you know, the player to watch. And you want to be keeping an eye on him come you know, Wednesday night. He's the most dangerous player. I think if you can control him, you can control most of the attacking going forward for Fresno. Um, but like I mentioned, they've got a lot of good players that have previously played for Sac Republic. So they've got the experience to in USL championship. So it's definitely a, a talented squad. And like I mentioned, the, the you know, the, 
the coach, at least from a player perspective, also brings in that confidence. And I think Fresno is in there. But I think overall, Sacramento Republic is a much better team. Um, just, just in, 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 you know, when you look at it from an overview perspective. I am having a really hard time calling them Central Valley. I keep wanting to call them Fresno, as you just did. I, and I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, one, thing, one thing also to mention, Javier, is that these two teams did scrimmage against each other in preseason. Uh, and so they know each other a little bit. They know how to play a little bit. Obviously, it was before they had a head coach, so it's a little bit different, obviously. Some of the tactics might be changed a little bit. But they definitely played against each other. It was a very physical match for a preseason game. Um, and I imagine we'll see the same on Wednesday night, uh, do or die. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I, I wanted to ask you real quick. There's one other thing to mention, um, about, uh, the open cup. And when you, when you see a, a team like Sacramento and you see a team like Fresno, or even maybe let's talk about the Bay cities, San Jose game, right? Do you think San Jose puts out their best squad against a team like Bay cities? Or do you think that they decide, Hey, we're going to maybe give some guys some extra run. We think we can handle these guys. I mean, we've seen that. Why we saw it last round, like that can cause problems. But do you see, do you think that's what San Jose might be thinking? If I don't think, I don't think it's his right. They're going through San Jose is going through a difficult time right now. Right? I mean, <laughs> we, we saw earlier today, right? They, they yeah. like both Matias Almeida. So who's going to come in? Who's in charge, right? No, like nobody knows really what's like the organization in itself is just going through a hard time. So this, I, at least I see it from a player standpoint, it's a great opportunity to make you know, may make, make a, you know, catch somebody's eye, like the, the owners or the next coach, whoever's coming in next. So you can start earning your place because the old coach is gone. Right. So we talk about like, who do you put your best team or, or kind of like your second stringers. I think in that situation, it's completely different. Um, you they'd probably have to put their best players to be honest, because they, they have to win. And again, it's open cup. I mean, you can't be going through a hard time like that and then lose to a division three team. Right, nothing against Bay Cities FC. That's just where they stand, right? But Im imagine if that's the headline at the end of the day. It's like Bay Cities eliminates Monterey Bay FC and the Earthquakes. Like that'd be that'd great, be awesome. and that would be great for them. But from San Jose's standpoint, the organization going through a hard time already. It's it's just going to be even more, you know, fuel to the fire. Of, you know, a burning building that's that's happening. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it because uh, very we don't know for sure, but likely Sacramento or or Central Valley will face yeah. uh, whoever wins that game, uh, depending right. on who wins the Sacramento Central Valley game. Uh, will you be at the match on Wednesday? I will be there. So, be all right, to catch up and, and meet in person. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I appreciate it, Javier. Um, and you can check out his work um, at thecup.us. I'm assuming you'll write a, a a recap for the match on Wednesday. Yes, yes. We'll be doing a, a recap for the Cop DUS. I love it. I love it. Javier Ariano, thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, Connor. See you. Our thanks to Javier Ariano for jumping on the podcast. Our thanks to you for listening. If you haven't got your tickets to the Open Cup match this Wednesday, you can do so right now at sacrepublicfc.com slash tickets. Should be a great opportunity to not only see a couple of former Republic FC players uh, but a great, great match in general. That's coming up this Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. This match, by the way, is only on ESPN+. Plus. The U.S. Open Cup has the rights, so these matches will not be on Fox 40, the app. They'll only be on ESPN+. Plus. Um, that is strictly through the U.S. Open Cup. Again, they have the broadcast rights. For anybody wondering why it's not on Fox the, the app or fox40.com. So just so you know, thank you so much for your support of this podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, or follow. And we will see you back here on Thursday with another Match Week pod. 
covering Wednesday's match and then reviewing RGV this Saturday. Thanks, and as always, Co-Republic!